to another edition of Sideline Junkies, Tuesday Night Flight. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG doing something a little different tonight. New intro, just trying something out, got to polish it up a little bit, but that's Far Cry by Marvin Gaye. Hope you all liked it. Uh, you'll be hearing a little bit more of it mm, over the course of the next few weeks. Got to play with it a little bit. Uh, here for a good time, not here for a long time. How about that? So, Without further ado, let's jump into this. Um, Big news today in the NBA. My man, Jamal Murray, torn ACL. Uh, tough to see a player go down like that. Tough to see him go down like that. Uh, he started 48 out of 48 games this year. 35 and a half minutes, career highs in minutes, field goals, and three-point percentage, 47% from the floor 40 percent from behind the arc 86 percent from the line uh 21 points per game and 1.3 steals and 4.8 assist you know all-star season and he is out indefinitely uh to be quite honest what does it mean for the nuggets um because of course you're thinking about it this is not the 80s, the 90s, you know, where ACL is almost like a death sentence, but it's not like that right now. Uh, he can be back, I'll say, six months. So to start the next season, he'll be ready to pretty much damn near go, but you probably won't see him full throttle until Christmas. So rehab, young fella, don't overdo it. Listen to the doctors. Listen to your body because – they're not going to go wrong. Uh, and overdoing it makes it worse. So I just, I don't want to see, I never want to see any player go down like that. But seeing that last night made you feel the worse. I'll say that. Um, currently, the Nuggets are in the fourth seed in the West, 34 and 20. They're six games out of first place behind the Utah Jazz. Um, Eight and two in their last ten. So um let, let's just hope that as a team they can rally around and keep the pressure on. Uh but as an individual, uh speedy recovery to Jamal Murray, please. Speaking of playoffs in the NFL in the NBA, let's look out west. If the playoffs started today, the Jazz would be your number one seed in the West. Suns two, Clippers three, Nuggets four, as I mentioned before, Lakers five, Blazers six, Mavericks seven, Grizzlies eight. So you got if the, the playoffs started today. Uh Sun, I mean Jazz versus Grizzlies, first round, Suns versus Mavericks, first round, Clippers, Blazers, Nuggets, Lakers. All first round match matchups. Not even gonna pick anything. Um so Right now, 
the Spurs, the Warriors, the Pelicans are all one, two, and three games respectively out of the eighth spot. So that's anybody's game. Um, the Kings can make a run because they're only six games out. But they got to put it together. Uh, out east, the 76ers will be your number one seed, uh, followed by the Nets, then the Bucks, the Hawks, the Heat fifth, the Hornets sixth, Celtics seventh, Knicks eighth. And the Knicks have a stranglehold on that eighth seed. They are a game and a half ahead of, uh, no, two and a half games, sorry, two and a half games ahead of the Pacers. They got my Bulls by five and a half games, and my Bulls are three and seven in the last ten. So the Wiz kids all the way down to number 12, 20 and 33 on the season, five and five in the last uh, ten games. So you would have 76ers, Knicks, uh, Nets, Celtics, which I think would be a good – oh, man, that's a battle of New York. That would be a good matchup. I like the way that looks. I like the way that sounds. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's I apologize. I read that wrong. 76ers, Knicks. Nets, Celtics. I like that matchup too. Uh, maybe I'm foreshadowing things of Nets and Knicks playing in the playoffs. Uh, Bucks, Hornets, which is pretty good. Uh, Hawks, Heat, which is damn good. So, you, you you got some 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 battles out east. That would be pretty pretty damn good. But switching over to the Wiz kids, now I gotta I can't take credit for this. I gotta throw this out to uh, Keefe from the block. He asked a question, you know, just a general question on Facebook, and he asked, "Why is it that the Wizards can beat the best teams in the NBA?" But they lose to the bad teams. And I read it. I didn't even comment because the first thing I thought of is they always play down in their competition. And it's been like that for years. I've seen the the Wizards slash Bullets beat the Bulls when they were in their heyday. But then go out and lose to a lowly Dallas Mavericks team or a lowly uh, Golden State team. I've seen them do it. They played down to their competition. Uh, they beat the Jazz yesterday, 125-121. They got the Kings tomorrow night. They had the Suns on Saturday. They lost 134-106. to Here's the thing, <clears throat> and I've been thinking about this all day because I couldn't wait to get on here to give my opinion. Let's just put it that way. That's all it is, my opinion. So... I had to think about it. What's the common denominator of these Wizards teams of the last few years playing down to their competition? Now, when you had the big three here, and the big three, Gil, Antoine Jameson, and Tough Juice himself, Karan Butler, when you had those guys here, they put on a show every night. They were in every game. They were winning. I mean, they just needed certain things to put them over the edge, and one of them would have been probably a better bench but we can't go back to the past and change it Ernie's no longer here this is Tommy Shepard now see here's the problem with those teams 
Those teams were gutty, gutsy. They didn't back down from anybody, whoever you were. You came in here, they punched you in the mouth. You the gorilla, I'm going to punch you in the mouth type shit. Scott, Scott, um, Scott, Scott, geez, Scott Brooks. I am all discombobulated tonight. Scott Brooks does not coach like that, which is a problem. And Scott Skiles does. So Scott Skiles being a former bullet, I think he would be a good replacement for uh, Scott Brooks. But Scott Brooks has to go. Scott Brooks has to go. Um, Tomorrow night, I want to get on Facebook and YouTube live. And I would love to do a DC sports rundown Q&A talking wizards talking football team you know expectations things like that because i need to hear from the fans i need to hear from those fans that are entrenched in in, in these teams i now i'm entrenched in the washington football team but i need to hear from wizard fans are you going to sit back and take this for another year this outcome this team this team should be winning 50 games on a regular you have one of the most devastating scores in the league in Bradley Beal. You have possibly the third best scorer in the league who can score, rebound, and assist in Russell Westbrook. And you're still not winning. Maybe, just maybe, the formula is fine. Maybe it's the chemist. How about that? I've been talking about it for three years now. We're in our third year going into our fourth come this February 2022 of doing Sideline Junkies official. The official podcast. We've been doing this longer than that. On different platforms, but we've been doing this for how long? And you're telling me that Scott Brooks is not the problem. Scott Brooks cannot coach this team. You need to get somebody in that's going to relate to these gentlemen and get them fired up to play. I would love for Mark Jackson to be that guy. I would love for it to be Scott Skiles. Somebody's just going to teach them how to play defense but not take away from the offense. Scott Brooks ain't it. I'm sorry. I, I, I mean, real is real. But we got we got to get into that tomorrow night. We got to talk about uh, just the, the the whiz kids. Period, because I, I don't. Where is this franchise going? Is the question that I, I'm going to pose to everyone tomorrow night. So uh, you're probably on your way to work, uh, getting dressed, what have you. Think about that. Where is this Washington Wizards franchise going? We're going to talk about this on Wednesday night on Facebook Live. So it'll be live from the Sideline Junkies page, the group, and also on YouTube Live through our StreamYard app. So we got to get into that. And then talking uh, Washington football team, the Washington football team, five-time champions, five-time, five-time, five-time champions. Remember that. Talk about the signings, early expectations, what you want in the draft. We're going to talk about all of that. We got a little time tomorrow, so let's get it in. So, moving on. This is something else I wanted to talk about. I just popped across my desk 
earlier today and I was like, okay, what the hell is going on? So now, if you're familiar, Kevin Durant was quote unquote beefing with actor Michael actor and activist Michael Rappaport. What was that about a week and a half ago, two weeks? Um, they called each other names and Kevin Durant came out and apologized about using a homophobic slur. I get it. Okay. You know, DMs were released and things like that. Okay. That kind of got pushed to the side after KD apologized. Now, Shannon Sharp and KD are going at it because, uh, let, let's go back. Let's go back. Now, I'm not sure. Who, oh, okay. Here it is. KD re- responded to something that GOAT sports analyst posted about, uh, yeah, I think it was something about KD not wanting LeBron, everybody want to go to the Heat and Lakers, that tweet. And it's funny. It's hilarious. And then he turned around and went to a 73-9 and team and won the championship. So KD took to Twitter. Y'all drunk uncle out here lying again. When did I say this, Shane? At Shannon Sharp. So, you know, it it, it was a, a a BS tweet. You know, tweets go around. You, you attach a, a picture to a, a tweet or a quote, and people think it's real. So it wasn't real. Katie never said that, apparently. So I'm not sure who this is. I'm reading tweets. It says, uh, oh, my God, do y'all remember that fake Twitter account that was putting out fake quotes? This is one from one of the fake quotes from that account. At Shannon Shop, bro, you got to do your research before you just go start believing anything on this app. So Shannon Sharp responds to this cat. This is a random guy. He says, y'all remember the fake account when KD said, now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive. And going at these people, then joins the 73 and 9 Warriors and builds nets into the superpower with Kyrie and Harden. Oh my God. So KD responds, Old Shannon refuses to respond to me. Yo, Shannon, why are you using your platform to push fake quotes about me? Now, the thing is, they said it wasn't a tweet. I mean, it's been so many speculations and everything. Uh, people joining in on it and then Shannon responds back Katie if you want to talk to me I'm not hard to find but I'm not going back and forth on social media whatever our differences are they can be handled out of the eye of social media I agree I agree so Kevin Durant comes back we can talk in front of everybody it ain't that serious Shannon you go on TV in front of everybody pushing fake shit but now you want to talk in private why are you lying on TV (sighs) at this present point in life, I really think that social media has spiraled way out of control. You dig? Anytime that you have the great Shannon Sharp beefing with the great Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant is great. You can't deny it because you tell me 
who in the NBA on a, when he's healthy, I, I don't care. He can be 75, 80%. Who's going to stop KD from pulling up mid-range, getting to his sweet spot and knocking down that shot? Who's going to stop KD on a night-in and night-out basis? Nobody. So that's why I call KD great. But you got these two gentlemen going back and forth on social media about what is possibly a fake tweet. And I, I remember seeing a tweet and, and not the tweet, but I remember seeing the meme about the tweet. And I, I found it kind of funny. It, it was a little hilarious to me. But I guess KD doesn't have that sense of humor because it's about him. It's not about me. It's about him. And I understand that. I, I get it. Uh, damn, I, know, I thought I posted it. Eh, maybe I didn't. Because I, I, th- I thought we said something about it. But it, it's crazy. You, Whether he said it or not, everybody wants to invalidate KD's two rings because he went to a team already put together and they already had a championship. They was already a championship team. They went to the finals the year before and lost. So they were already a championship team. Everybody wants to invalidate his rings and his, uh, his uh, uh, finals MVPs. And I'm like, you can't take them away. Just like you can't take uh, Boogie Cousins' ring away. Boogie has a ring. Most people say, well, he didn't earn it. Well, he was a part of that team. So I don't know how you want to take that, but whatevs. But I just I don't understand why <sighs> why is it a problem between these two gentlemen about a fake tweet laugh it off katie uncle shay shay got to do his research i can dig that i agree do your research find out you know your legitimate source i'm not as big as shannon sharp i'm not big as you know anything on fox and i say me because i'm not we're not here at sideline junkies I, i i'm speaking of me because i'm speaking so i have to do my research when i speak the gentleman here at sideline junkies my brothers have to do their research when they speak we don't just come in here and just go half cocked and make up stuff and just go because it could come back to bite us in the ass and not really in a good way <laughs> you know let's be cool about it so it, it's something to learn from both sides there so I, I just i don't want it to see to to turn into something terrible and Shannon Sharp said he he blocked uh he blocked KD because he's not going to go back and forth with him. And he doesn't want to lose his job. I can agree with that. Shannon Sharp is one of the best in the business. I wouldn't want to lose my damn job neither. So I can agree with that. But I this it everything does not need to be played out over uh social media. So I hope those two gentlemen can sit down and rectify this situation, please. Cause I I, I don't I don't want to bring race into it. But two black men, I, I don't want to bring race into it, but I'm going to. Two black men should not be beefing over social media at this present point, 
with the 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 climate that we have in this country what just happened a few days ago what happened last week two men let alone black men but two men should not be beefing got to start coming together people i mean i'm 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 not here to preach but got to start got to start coming together and being with one another you dig uh, let's move on uh but i i think that's about it um we're going to talk nfl draft tomorrow we're going to talk uh, a little bit of everything tomorrow. So we got a full live coming up tomorrow. So please join us for that. Until then, you already know what it is because producer signaling, time to go. So you know what that means. Pop a top again. Indeed. I've just got time for one more. I don't do no overtime. I'm about to go pop that top. I just got off the big job. Now this job is done. See y'all in about mm, 12, 13 hours, depending on when you listen to it. Until then, I'm the big guy, KG. Out of here.